Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of the Q&As. I've got Karen here. Hello, how are we? Welcome back. Welcome back. So we got a chunky list of questions that we're going to get through. So some of them came into the group chat and then others were because we had our first check-in last week. And um, that means we're already on week three, which is yeah, wild. mental. These go so quick. It actually hurts my heart. I'm like, slow down. <laughs> um, but everyone is doing so well. And hopefully any questions that you've had or anyone who has struggled a little bit, we have helped you now. And then if you have any other questions off the back of them, don't be afraid to message back yeah. um, on your emails and ask any questions if they're individual. Or if we've asked you questions in the check-in, they're not rhetorical. Yeah. So <laughs> reply to them. Because sometimes I think people are like, I don't know if I should reply. But we, if we've asked you a question, then do reply so then we can help you a little bit further. Because I know some people were asking me in particular anyway about swapping some exercises out. And I was like, what exercises yeah. do you need? And then they ghost you. So we can't help you unless you tell us what they are in particular. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Anyway, we're going to get straight into it and bash through these um, questions. So the first one is, how would you make up a missed gym session in your next session? I would say you don't need to make up for yeah. anything that you miss and um, just keep going as normal. If you have, say, a three-day split, say, for example, day one, day two, day three, you just cycle through that as if you miss day three, just do day three the next day rather than going back to day one because then you can run through it and it's day one, day two, and then you might continuously miss day three. Mm-hmm. Just keep going and keep moving forward as yeah. as you were 100% agree so that's what she's saying like if it was like push pull legs and you keep missing off legs don't keep going back to push pull go push pull legs yeah even if it's the next week do pick up the leg workout and then do push pull I mean listen if you've got like three workouts to do and you can fit in and say you missed one off sorry so you only do two one week and then the next week you're like I could actually fit four in this week go for your life you can fit the yeah. four in there but you don't have to quote unquote make it up Um, I would just look back and be like why did you miss out was it a planning issue mm-hmm. Did you just not prioritize it? And can you get it in now? But yeah, as Karen said, just pick up where you left off. Um, okay, the next one is, do you recommend holding exercise at the top of the movement? Um, say like at a hip thrust at the top point, would you hold it? Um, I'll answer this. If it's programmed for you to have a pause in there, yes. If not, you don't need to. Um, so if it's the workout that we programmed you for this client, I know it is, you don't need to have a hold in there, but a hold would be a form of progressive overload, mm-hmm. like a pause and to hold it under tension but no you don't need to if it's not programmed for the pause in there you don't need to do that um okay next one is bottomless brunch um there are bottomless brunch sorry yesterday i had no idea of what calories were in the cocktails but they were delish (laughs) glad um they had calories banked in anticipation however didn't track yesterday as a no idea what would even go about it should i stress about it or try to guesstimate it or should i just get back at it again the next day I think you could kind of do either really like yeah. you know take out the stress part you don't need yeah. to stress about it either way but you can guesstimate like you could put in a rough like a generic thing in my fitness pal if you want to bring the mindful approach in just to see around about how many say mimosas would be in calories yeah but um always it's just keep going as you would be yeah no matter it. what it's always just pick up like where you left off if it's something that's in the past like stressing about something that's in the past is pointless yeah because you can't change it like stressing about things in the future is also pointless but like they haven't happened yet so they could happen so I get the stress but you physically cannot change it so the only thing you can do is either learn from it or move on from it and we would recommend that you do both so just definitely pick up where you left off and as Karen said you can technically track it like you could for do an example like uh or sorry 
an experiment one weekend where you have a botanist brunch you're like I had like 10 mimosas what is that yeah I had two baskets of chicken wings what is that in calories so that you're aware of it but if it's gonna trigger you into being scared and then restrict like don't do that just pick up where you left off you've done the right things you calorie bank yeah exactly um and we also had a reply in the group chat as well whenever you put that in and one of the gals was saying that she has something coming up as well and she was like i'm not going to stress about it i know i'm going to try my best for it and i would recommend you do the same which was the great answer as well i was like that's a great approach that's all Um, you can always do is just your your best and then once it's done like tara says you can't change anything so just move forward yeah exactly um so we hope you had a fun time it's not even the bottom sponge that would push you over the edge it's if you let that carry on the next few days so don't do that so any night out you have pick up exactly where you left off the next day so well done and hope you enjoyed um so the next one is um I was struggling with the scales not moving as much so this wasn't really a direct question but I put this in here because it came in one of my check-ins um I'm struggling a little bit with the scales not moving um as I'd hoped but it is completely down to me not being consistent um and now it's just something that I'm okay with so I think that this one is just not a question but a lesson if you are struggling with the scales because we started the check-in and she had identified a few things that like she was struggling with then she was like actually when I read this back I haven't put the time and effort in so mm-hmm. I can't get upset about the results that we you know I don't get from the result from the actions I don't do so I think again like Karen you always say as well as like aligning your expectations with your reality if you mm-hmm. haven't actually done it and you're not getting the results for it you can't be upset with the results but if you can identify that which she has now done it you can change your actions for next time and then it'll look slightly different so it's not always a case that you need to change things or anything sometimes you just actually need to focus back down on what you're supposed to be yeah, doing focus on the basics and repeat the basics over and over again because at the end of the day that is what how results come up is just consistency of the same thing yeah it's kind of boring i know but it's the boring works yeah that actually get to the results so i thought that was a good lesson to have definitely and the next question is in terms of progressive overload so basically what they're saying is if you have a rep range of like 10 to 12 reps right and say for example you're doing a 40 kg squat and you've got to 40 kg for 12 reps you worked it right up through but you're going up to 42.5 and you can't get 10 reps 42.5 should you stay at 40 and keep going up um does that make sense yeah i think I think it makes sense. So like you would do 14 reps at 40, 15 oh, reps at 40. Um, I would go the opposite way. And if you can do, how many can you do? Like if you can do nine reps or eight reps um, at that weight, I think the top range of your rep range, whatever's programmed for you, leave it at the top range yeah. and then increase. Yeah. Way. Yeah. That's what she's saying. So she did increase, but she can't get to the bottom of the rep range now. Okay. Okay. So can't meet 10. So there's two things that you can, I suppose, do there, like you said. You can go up, like say, to 15 reps, but beyond that, to be honest, it's probably a bit pointless. I would go up in weight and do as many reps as, as possible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then work into sense. the rep range. So yeah. that's what you can do. So you can kind of do both there. Also, having a week where you just stay at, say, 12 reps at 40 kg to get comfortable and confident yeah. is sometimes all you need. It's not that you don't have the strength for the next 1.5 kg, because a lot of the time you do it's just that you're a bit afraid as well so also, getting comfortable. yeah exactly also just on that like you don't need to be getting pbs every single week as well like you don't need to go in and increase your weight or your rep range every single week as long as the last kind of two reps are quite hard for you then that's going to be pushing you so yeah it's, it's about over time yeah over exactly week, so over the six weeks um but if you feel like you've started the program right which a lot of people will like underestimate your yeah. strength 
don't be afraid to jump Push up on. so it's it's about learning like what is tough for you what works yeah exactly. and don't lie to yourself either like oh that was so tough when it wasn't tough. yeah <laughs> sometimes I do that and I'm like Tara what are you doing yeah <laughs> um any suggestions for snacks during the day which are simple and high protein yes baby bells are amazing because you can take them on the go there's five grams of protein in them in them and they're super low calorie and they're packeted um those are great i also just made a little yogurt bowl so yeah. literally a big bowl of yogurt fruit in it and a little bit of peanut butter great snacks throughout the day in terms of high protein snacks i actually don't recommend so much snacks being high protein more than your main meal mm-hmm. should be high protein i think it's easier to to put high protein in your main meals personally than i do think your snacks yeah i think it also gives you a bit more flexibility with your snacks as well but in terms of that um in terms of whole food quote-unquote whole food snacks there's not loads of options other than things like yogurt no. and stuff. Yogurts are like, there is a lot of like the little yogurt pouches, which yeah. I find really helpful. You can take them to work with you and throw them in the fridge or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like, unless you want to be very creative and be making. Yeah. Like, like rice cakes with like, or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or Anything. like rice cakes with chicken on it yeah. or ham on it or something, which a lot of people aren't really going to do or no. willing to do then sometimes like a yogurt snack is quite good just because it keeps you fuller for longer but I would again front load your meals with protein so that yeah. your snacks can be less protein exactly um and for you as well is, is great as well um should I be weighing every day when yourself <laughs> weighing 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 yourself weighing oh um if it doesn't trigger you yeah because it yeah. it shows you the fluctuations if it triggers you then no um well, I think as well, like if it triggers you, you can build your relationship with it by yeah. weighing and noticing the fluctuations and detaching from the number. But yeah, you really have to identify how you are with the scales in the first place, I think. Yeah. So yeah, like Karen said, if not every day, and, it, and if you are going to weigh, and if not every day, a few times, because mm-hmm. just because the one way it's probably not beneficial for you at all because it's it's it is inaccurate in the sense that like if you weigh yourself on a Monday morning after a big weekend it's going to be a lot higher than it would be on a Thursday mm-hmm. so a lot of the time we have our lowest weigh in Thursday Friday highest weigh in Monday because of the pattern that we usually eat and even if you're on track at the weekends a lot of the time you don't hit your protein you eat more carbs the water goes up it's not body fat and it's like rationalizing those things so like Karen said it's like exposure therapy to the scales <laughs> if you want to get used to it you have to expose yourself to it which sounds counterproductive because a lot of people will be like fuck the scales out they don't matter it triggers you whatever but like don't you want to overcome this, the trigger yeah don't you want to learn to live with it like you just have to remind yourself that you are worth so much more than a number so the number whatever the number tells you shouldn't dictate your mood yeah basically exactly and I always say like I don't Karen walked in my front door there I don't look at Karen being like "Ooh, are you 60 <laughs> whatever point whatever today you don't ever look at somebody and be like, what weight are you? Yeah. Never, ever, ever. So don't let it just dictate you. But yeah, ideally, just because of accuracy, yeah, we would like you to weigh more frequently if you're going to do it. Um. Okay, so somebody else got confused. And this also happened a few times, actually, was in the pounds and kg thing. So when they first signed up, they put pounds in and then put their weight in. But then automatically the app will be like okay she wants to track things in pounds but you can change that in your settings yeah. so anyone who wants to change that just go to your settings you can change it to kg or pounds whatever way works for you and um, so a few people have been confused in terms of like how you track the weights so if you're using dumbbells I would recommend say if you've got two five kg dumbbells I would track that as five kg 
in a dumbbell exercise rather than 10 kg just because you don't want to go and do the mental maths if you're using a barbell i would recommend you add all of the weight up together and you track the total weight yeah yeah um and somebody asked does the bar count the bar does count. It does and also the bar it can be different weights as yeah. well so there's some bars that are smaller and that will be most likely generally 15 kg and then the bigger ones are 20 kg if you don't know you could ask someone who works there or have a look kind of you'll yeah. see one's a bit thinner and one's a bit yeah thicker. one yeah one's a bit thinner ones some of them actually say on the end of yeah. it yeah but not often mm. so just say to the pts what what kg are those bars and then you'll know and then you can add it all up so yeah barbells add it all up dumbbells or any like individual if you say kettlebells i would just track the one um weight and then you don't have to do mental maths because it's too confusing um okay so the next one is about periods which we actually had a talk about today so we'll i've already actually emailed it out it should be going out it will have gone out sorry before this podcast goes up but um do you recommend increasing calories slightly or just stick to the allocated calories any tips would be helpful i really struggle around this time of the month so you will hear it in the podcast um or sorry in the webinar that we did um why that happens etc but yes um first of all go and listen to that so you can educate yourself on like why that happens and how to do it but you can yes increase your calories by two or three hundred if you need to on the days um that you get extreme hunger on but it's not a self-fulfilling prophecy to be like my period's due next week i'm gonna eat an extra few hundred (laughs) calories every single day because that happens um it's only on the days that you feel like you need it and I said it on there on the webinar I was like if you're hungry you'd be hungry enough to eat a banana and an apple and an orange as you would be to eat a wisp of gold I prefer the wisp of gold but what I'm saying is if you're actually hungry it's because I it's my period thing oh fair it's like you know that thing that I always want and I I hate it because over here they don't have them oh yeah so frustrating if anyone wants to send me wisp of gold (laughs) (laughs) she's smiling if you're listening to this um I'm just kidding um yeah, if you're actually hungry for food, then increase your calories. If you're craving chocolate, try and fit that in and around um, your da, 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 intake. It's because your BMR rises, so the amount of calories you burn at rest rises around your period. But go and watch the workshop, please, guys, because it literally will help you so much so that you can overcome this every single month um, and start to listen to your own body rather than continuing to go around in circles. Yeah. Yeah. Do we track vegetables? Yeah. <laughs> yep um yeah we were actually having this conversation before we started the podcast but yeah we do recommend that you do track vegetables especially if you're a first timer mm-hmm. only because vegetables vary a lot in calories so like leafy greens are generally very low calorie like you can just eyeball them but things like avocados potatoes even carrots and parsnips can sometimes rack up if you're not tracking them mm-hmm. cauliflower cheese by the way guys it's not a vegetable <laughs> that's two separate things um so yeah i would i would track the vegetables especially if you're somebody who has no idea what's in the vegetables beans legumes they hold a little bit higher calories than you would think again if you're gonna go overeat because you're eating some broccoli and you're like oh i don't want to over my calories because it's like 40 calories of broccoli have the broccoli Do, yeah exactly yeah, just like and also it. you might be someone who has like similar versions of um vegetables every meal so once you do it a couple of times you'll know how much is in it if it's quite low you don't need to track every single time it's just to build your awareness at the start yeah so even if like i would say to make a salad which was like spinach and like um a few tomatoes a bit of pepper and spring onions those are all super low in calories i would put in salad mix yeah for that and just whack it in 
you don't um, have to like weigh all the yeah no you don't have to salt. weigh like three grams of spinach you probably weigh in forever spinach yeah, exactly. is like air I don't Honestly, think the thing will pick it up disappears when you cook it yeah it makes no <laughs> sense make it make sense um but yeah that's what we would say on that one um so the next question is um I have so much social activities and I don't want to miss out on them but trying to find better solutions while I'm there it's also hard to track meals out because there's no way to know what's really in it any advice I my main piece of advice is to check in with your values and priorities I know it sounds like a broken record but really it's such a important like you can do this literally every day or you can do it every weekend like it just because you identified your values at the start doesn't mean it's not something that you do more regularly especially when it comes to your priorities so you might have on the weekend like a big thing that you've been looking forward to for ages and that's your like self-accepting the fact that you're just not going to worry about it and you're just not going to track and you're going to enjoy yourself and get back on it as normal continue on or it might be something that actually you have something kind of every weekend and they're not really overly excited about it it's just one of these things then making the adaptions for that and making sure that you like kind of guesstimate for that would be a recommendation and so really just depends on the actual event and social occasion but you can you can do both yeah you can do both and like there's going to be so much social activities for everyone in the next few weeks um you already are doing enough in knowing that a I feel like you're saying you don't want to miss out on them you probably value them a lot then and also trying to find better solutions when you're there you're trying you're if you compare this event to what you would have done previously say if you weren't on Thrive if you or if you weren't working towards your goals you're still doing so much better like I was even speaking to another client who had cut down on takeouts like she was getting takeouts a few times a week and had cut them completely out in two weeks and I was like added up the money she had a saved in that in the month I was like you're literally saving hundreds of pounds but also even if you got one takeout a month you've saved yourself like mm-hmm. 10,000 12,000 calories a month just because you've changed that little habit so something is always better than nothing we're not saying you have to be perfect but changing from two takeouts a week to one takeout a week is even a huge progress so it's the same when you go out on your social occasions if you make one or two better decisions or have one or two less drinks or drink one or two more glasses of water or get a few extra steps in that day you're doing better than you private previously ever would have so mm-hmm. those little things a lot up as well and self-acceptance like karen has yeah. said accepting i think is one of the main things because i think we torture ourselves more than anything in our heads but when you can realign your expectations with your reality of what you've chose to do there's no guilt there and we're not here to judge you because it's not our lives it's your own lives that you want to be able to do this um and so yeah that's what we would both say there Mm -hmm. and next one is a hen do weekend so i'm a bit worried about going off track and calories from alcohol but i'm trying not to think about it and accept that it's life and i can only do so much i don't think there's anything else um i think you said it there I don't think you should try not to think about it. I think you should just think about it once and be like, I've accepted that I'm going on a hand party. I love this person I'm going on the hand party with. I want to look back when we're 80 and remember these memories. A hand party is one of the things that I would say is probably the only thing you can't control much of because every minute of it is planned yeah. from start to finish. So for example, saying like make a better decision for breakfast, you probably won't even be buying the breakfast. It'll be what's provided. Just make... um mindful decisions in the sense that like there's no point hitting a complete fuck it button like eat breakfast eat until you're full that yeah. is you making a good decision that day drinking a few glasses of water on the hand party and enjoying yourself is a good time you even having the acceptance to be like i accept to be on this hand party is a win mm-hmm. so go on the hand party come back from the hand party don't catastrophize the hand party 
and pick up where you left off and that there is you literally successfully doing the hen party exactly from our point of view so don't stress about it think about it accept it move on from it um and that way you're gonna enjoy it yeah you're gonna enjoy it have a good time it's not like it's every weekend those hen parties going on yeah and hopefully it's somebody that you absolutely love so that way it makes it a lot easier um okay the next one was about um a form of exercise that they can actually enjoy and they kind of answered it themselves in the sense that they said that they're struggling with exercises that or to find an exercise that they actually enjoy they said it's probably trying out new things but for some reason they have a lot of resistance to this yeah does that make sense yeah and um, I think it's the, the idea of wanting to try new things is causing resistance or friction and um, with exercise it is kind of a better trial and error and I know it's it can be scary as well trying a new thing or going to a new class and um, but once you do it once it makes it so much easier so that first step is the hardest part and once you get going if you find something then that you do love it makes literally the rest of your life basically easier because yeah. it's not going to feel like a chore no. so I definitely recommend everyone trying to find a form of exercise that you like I just feel like it's a lot easier to keep consistent as well um but yeah sometimes it is a bit of trial and error see what like local classes if there is any if you're not into the gym just yet or if it's that you want to kind of try get more into the gym and you have been doing home workouts like it's just the first step is the hardest isn't it yeah it is I think fine in terms of finding something that you love like you're never gonna love it the first time you do it no exactly that's not gonna happen you're gonna hate it the first time you do it (laughs) because it's traumatizing like you haven't got a clue what you're doing like especially as an adult like when we're kids we don't really have awkwardness or shame or lack of confidence in the sense of like being worried about what other people are thinking you might have a little bit of that but you're kind of just like all kids are rolling around here I'm just gonna roll around too whereas when you're an adult you're like oh my god you think of every worst possible scenario and you play it out a thousand times in your head before you even got there so it's it isn't nice the first time you try anything I think you need to give something time like yeah even if you've tried the thrive workouts or whatever like it's been a week or a week and a half by the time you put in the check-in so you haven't really given it a time especially if you haven't actually hit the workouts how do you know you don't like it if you don't give yourself the chance to go and try it um and I think that's the same like people often be like I don't like it I get bored I'm like well you haven't tried it yet Mm -hmm. you're getting bored because you're telling yourself before you've done something that you're bored but for example myself and Karen have started CrossFit over here like we've done a few classes of CrossFit now we're both traumatized because we always told ourselves <laughs> that we'd never be CrossFitters and we haven't got a clue what we're doing in the classes because although like we would be fit in other areas we haven't a balls notion what a clean snatch <laughs> no. ham stand break turn around flip with one hand and your eyes closed is <laughs> nobody knows what that is no. but like I didn't go to the first CrossFit class and was like I love it no, I was like exactly. I'm gonna give myself we both were like a week to a month of yeah. trying something before you can decide if you like it or not and then if you don't like it that's totally fine and I think as well with the um especially workouts like the tribe ones for example or any gym based workouts the exciting part is when you can see yourself progressing so yeah. you're not going to progress the first week or the first time you try it so giving yourself that time to push and notice them performance-based progressions yeah. that's when people get yeah that's, exciting. that's like, actually where the love comes it's not the actual 
movement like people would be doing you'd be doing a split squat and you'd be like oh my god I hate my life right now and then you realize you've progressed and you're like oh my god that was so fun yeah literally that is so true that is so true like no one's buzzed to do an overhead shoulder press like who wants to do that yeah but then when you see the weights go up that's the excitement but you don't get that until a few weeks in exactly and to be honest a good few weeks in because you're going to get your confidence up in the first place so I think give yourself a chance like if you if you're saying you want to get into exercise you have to exercise in order to a get into it and b to find out if you like it or not and then if you're like I don't like that I prefer something else go for your life like you can change it and you can try something new but you have to give whatever you try a chance Chance, yeah and don't go in with a negative attitude of being like I won't like this because of course you're not gonna like something Mm -hmm. it's like whenever you eat something or someone's like try that I don't like it you're like I don't like it yeah but you haven't even given it a try so give it a go I would strongly recommend before you um shoot anything down and as Karen said it's it's probably more being scared of trying new things and stepping outside your comfort zone but that awkward and uncomfortable feeling is growth so it's actually very exciting it's actually a good feeling (laughs) and but you've got this we strongly believe so hopefully by the next check-in you'll 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 have something for us um okay so we're getting rightly through the night um any advice on setting stronger boundaries regarding health i'm struggling with the follow-up questions from friends or boyfriends when i say i don't want to join for a drink or dinner out sorry can you repeat that sorry any advice on setting boundaries um oh. basically in regards to health they're struggling with the follow-up questions after oh, you yeah. say i don't want to go for a drink or a dinner out my advice is to get strong on your why so like what's the reason you want to do this because then you won't struggle with the follow-up questions so if someone asks you oh like why not like what's your reasons why are you doing this you know yourself um what your reasons are and then that can like the first time it might be a bit like uncomfortable to have the conversation but once you start it once you say it and kind of see their reactions probably if they're your loved ones they're going to be supportive of you hopefully and sometimes people do project their own feelings of maybe they don't want to be doing something or they feel like maybe bad that they have chosen them them decisions as well so that's important to know that a lot of times if someone's pushing back against your boundaries it's not about you yeah 100% agree so like Karen said get strong on your why remember the first time is the most uncomfortable time to put your boundaries in and then also sometimes I like I'm not questioning like is your boyfriend your boyfriend but like friends for example <laughs> what I would question is if they don't want to meet you outside of a different option so like say they're just like will we go for drinks and you're like I don't want to go for drinks I'm off the drink at the minute say or I'm you know cutting down and drinking but they won't meet you for a coffee why like we're friends we should be able to meet and just sit there and do nothing do you know what I mean so like I'm not saying contemplate your whole life here, but also give other options. Like it's your as much your responsibility as it is theirs to offer you to go out. If you've only ever gone out for drinks and dinner, they're they're gonna be like, okay, well, why don't you want to go out for drinks and dinner? We do this all the time, so it's not always that they're coming back at you, being defensive or being like, you know, why aren't you doing this? It's sometimes that you just have to be like, oh, listen, I'm not do I don't want to do that this week because I'm actually maybe trying to lose a bit of body fat or I'm trying to stick to this gym program I'm invested in but you want to meet for a coffee on Saturday and we could go for a bit of a walk mm-hmm. and they'd be like all oh, right okay sometimes we are very defensive whenever we're trying to defend our goals because we we don't have that voice yet to be like this is our why but it's not always that they're attacking you sometimes they're genuinely interested in in it other times they're not <laughs> other times like Karen said they are coming from a place of insecurity and sometimes you can just kill them with with 
silence yeah <laughs> be like I don't have to answer to this I've I also said. think as well like I don't know if this is just an Irish thing but sometimes we are a bit embarrassed to tell people yeah. when we're on a journey like this like a fitness or a health journey so that can be a point of like maybe you don't haven't felt comfortable to say it yet because you haven't really said it out loud I suppose yeah and um, but when you do say it out loud and when you do kind of get over that barrier you realize that it's okay like and it's yeah. not a stigma or anything like everyone yeah. wants to improve themselves and work on themselves so it's yeah. great it's 100% weird. oh my god if a friend came to me I was like I'm you know investing in my health I would like you go, go girl. girl absolutely <laughs> like can I come on a hot girl walk with you exactly. you know yeah um but not everyone is as open-minded as that and that's also okay so you don't have to change just because they don't want to change yeah you know that's okay um okay the next one is does too much protein um uh, sorry is too much protein going to impact my fat loss so I assume if this is like more than your target and our answer would really be no no like, it's, it's like the law of diminishing returns yeah. so there is an optimal amount say per gram uh, or sorry yeah like per kg of body weight but beyond that if you go above that like no and it's not going to be fat loss as well no. because that's just your calories that yeah matter. it's just the calories that are going to impact your fat loss there's obviously some stuff out there that will talk about your liver function and stuff like that with the breakdown of proteins but like that would be in excess 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 yeah, amounts very very high and uh, yeah it's not something that we'd even need to talk about because it's not going to happen so yeah. the answer is no too much isn't going to impact it um but what i would say is if you're so protein focused that your fat is falling below 40 grams um i would look to just switch that around so bring your fats up don't be afraid to eat fat um it's important that you do have at least 40 45 grams yeah. minimum in your diet so increase that one okay okay so last question then is what to do when i have no appetite to eat um is this an ongoing thing i would ask is it always that you have no appetite what's going on or is it um in relation to sleep is it where you are in your cycle is it stress related lots of questions to ask first because if it's a thing that maybe you didn't have as high appetite one day as you did the next day I wouldn't be worried too much about it because it probably will just regulate out but our hunger hormones are very um fluctuating as as with every other hormone in our body Mm -hmm. um so making sure that you are getting like efficient sleep and keeping your stress low and everything to try regulate your appetite um we wouldn't be saying that you need to force feed yourself if you are full like you can't yeah. it might be something that your body's trying to tell you so do what you can but don't force feed yourself i would say absolutely um i mean like we don't want you eating nothing yeah, like exactly. obviously you're a human and food is fuel at the end of the day so we're not we would never say force feed yourself if you're there's so many questions around this like yeah. said. the only other thing that I would say is if this is coming from a place of like I don't have an appetite and then you're way overeating like a day later or two days later and then it's making you feel sick and then you're in this like cycle you might want to push yourself to eat a little bit more one day like each day consistently rather yeah. than like nothing everything nothing yeah. everything because that's just a cycle your body's going to get into and more than anything it'll be like you psychologically keeping yourself stuck in that cycle than it is evening it out but if you just have like no appetite randomly sometimes we just have those days yeah um i just would hope that it's not absolutely all of the time yeah just look out for patterns like build your awareness around your own body i think for everyone as well regardless if you have your appetite or you don't building your awareness around your own like hunger levels and like eating till you're full and eating when you become hungry like all them kind of things like as hopefully you're getting hungry as it comes up to a main meal time like all these type of things just to keep your body mind to body connection 
going. Yeah, we would in there, absolutely. absolutely. So, guys, that's all the questions today. Hopefully, we've given you all Ooh. of what you need. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely go back and listen to the menstrual cycle webinar workshop. You can literally stick it in your headphones. You don't even need to watch the PowerPoint alongside it. So, um, go back, educate yourselves on that because if you are asking questions, we will be referring you to that so that you can learn about it as well. Um. But I've sent that in your email, so it's there, along with the other um, podcast that I sent out about menopause as well. So anyone who wants to listen to that, you can go ahead and listen to that. And then, as always, any other questions that you guys have, please reach out and let us know. We are on week three, but I don't want anyone getting lost. So if you feel like you're getting a little bit lost in the background, we don't want that happening. So always come forward and ask questions or even if you're just like, I was off track and I want to get back on, so yeah. I'll email to be like, hey, I'm back now. Um, just for a little bit of accountability, we will keep a little eye out on you. But we're always there to help. So have a great day. Keep her lit. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my favourite thing ever. I'm going to put that as my ringtone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>